Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. All right, so today on the Fit Mom Squad podcast, we have Christy from Code Red. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Uh, I'm really happy to be here because I love to talk about moms. I love to talk to two moms. I love to drop truth bombs on moms. So moms, get ready. (laughs) So I actually, I have to say to the audience that probably were like, okay, how does she find this lady? I I found Christy through the Sugar Summit. I um, have a few people on the podcast from the Sugar Summit. I like binge watched it and I saw your interview and I was like, Oh my God, who is this lady? I loved your story. I agreed with everything you were saying. I was like, yes, yes. Oh my God, we need more people to speak out and say this stuff. So can you share a little bit about your background and your journey? Because it's a very interesting background that you have. Yeah, sugar ruined my life. uh, And I am glad I'm a recovering sugar addict. But I think the whole thing starts back from when I was uh, raised pretty poor on a ranch in northern Idaho. My dad was a police officer and a preacher. And my mom, we just didn't have any money growing up. So when I left home to go to college, we there was no money, nobody was helping me. I didn't have scholarships or anything. So I started fighting as a professional boxer in order to earn my way through college. And I uh, like actual you know, 12 round, three minute rounds, six ounce gloves, no headgear, fighting as a pro just to pay my way through college. I spent eight years after that fighting professionally all over the world, 15 pro fights, five knockouts, two world titles. And I became one of the top three most dangerous females on the planet. Well, about halfway through my boxing career, I actually started getting fat and I didn't know Why? Because I'm training three to five hours a day and I didn't understand. I mean, I was just taught in college. You just need to eat less and move more and you just exercise is the answer. Well, I could not exercise anymore. I was going to blow out a knee. So I took a step back. I was miserable. I was bloated. I was busting out of my clothes. I didn't understand. I was both the fittest and the fattest. I've ever been, and I didn't understand what was going on. And so I took a step back. I actually got a hold of Dr. Mark Kyman's book, Eat Fat, Get Thin. It was written years ago. First time I'd ever heard of a high fat, low carb diet. I switched my diet, lost a bunch of weight, and it had nothing to do with exercise. So when I realized that exercise has nothing to do with losing weight, I created the Code Red lifestyle. Code Red is my fighting name. I kept it all these years, even though my hair right now is purple. It used to be red and probably be red again. Who knows? And I created code red to show people that you can lose weight without shakes pills diet foods or exercise so i went from being on food stamps to a 10 million dollar company in three and a half years it totally self-made and that's where i'm here now is spreading the message of hope and healing across the world that's amazing that is so inspiring i was actually going to ask you how you got the name code red and maybe you mentioned it but in the sugar summit but i totally forgot so that's super cool I want to say it's funny because a lot of people that interview, they say the same thing. Like they've had health issues or whatever, they gain weight or they go to the doctor and they just say like, Oh, just eat less and exercise more. And like, that's all you need. Right. And like, I feel like we're now starting to realize that that's not the only thing and that there's so much more to that, but I still think that there's this disconnect and people think that the reason why they've gained weight or why they can't lose weight is because they're not exercising. And literally like when I ask, when I survey people, when I like, when I, uh, help my clients since I'm a membership, 
like, okay, well, why didn't you hit your goal? Or what are you struggling with? Well, I just didn't have time to exercise or I couldn't exercise. I don't exercise enough. I'm like, exercise is not for weight loss. <laughs> like, I feel like we've just been conditioned to believe that and we just can't get out of that mindset. So when it comes to the code red lifestyle, what exactly is the code red lifestyle? Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. I created a nutrition program that enables people to lose weight without shakes, pills, diet foods, or exercise. They can lose 10% of their body weight every month. And so I teach people how to do this using real food, water, and sleep. It ain't sexy, but it's got teeth. And I get lots of weight off of people. There's nobody better in this world better than me at getting weight off people. I can get weight off anybody. And it's real food, water, and sleep. And that is it. And when we eat, we eat real food, we eat meat, vegetables, nuts, eggs, seeds, seafoods, and fat. I get people off the sugar, off the chemically crap carbs and the, the wine and the, the Diet Coke and all the crap that we, we all know we don't need. And I do it uh, quickly. We, we clean up their cupboards. I mean, we, we do a complete overhaul in their life. We realize that that's the proper human diet is real food. You got to sleep and you got to drink your water. Okay. So do you, do you teach ketosis or is it just high fat, low carb? Do you teach your clients how to measure their ketones or are you just kind of, you're kind of in your own thing. You don't really deal with keto. I'm just curious about that personally. We definitely believe in the principles of keto and certainly people are in ketosis just naturally, but we don't even say the word ketosis on code red. We're very, very basic and uh, simple. And so we don't say intermittent fasting. We don't say the word fasting. We don't say ketosis or ketones. I definitely don't want people measuring their ketones because when the body gets efficient at burning fat and making ketones, it's not going to make excess ketones. Therefore, they're not going to show up in the urine. So when people go to test them with urine strips or even, you know, or blood, even a, like a keto mojo, blood uh, glucose monitoring, any of that, they, they're going to, it's not going to give them an accurate reading. They freak out and they say, look, if I've got a, got a if I've got a 52 year old stay at home mom that is 62 pounds overweight, she hasn't had intimacy with her spouse in six months. Um, she's got, she's, she's miserable. Her knees hurt. She, I'm not going to worry about ketones for her. I'm going to make sure she's getting her water and turning off her phone and stop scrolling through Instagram at night. So I really bring it down to super basic levels where people can actually do. If you give people too much information, they won't do any of it. I agree. I think it's just become this like obsessive culture with measuring ketones and the next new thing and obsessing over macros and everything. And I'm like, just keep it simple. My philosophy is real food first. That's all you need. And back when I started this lifestyle in 2015, none of these products were on the market. And you know what? I was better off because I lost like I remember the first time I did uh, the ketogenic low carb lifestyle, I lost like 50 pounds in a matter of just a few months, just after my first baby, it was so easy. The second time it was harder. And now it's even harder because of all the crap. And like, now I don't eat that anymore, but it was so hard for a while because, oh, another new product came on and oh, low carb and no sugar. And people don't understand that that stuff still has artificial ingredients, inflammatory oils, all that crap that stalls your weight, makes you bloated. And it's just not good for your body in general. So I love no, that you keep it simple. I couldn't agree more. You hit the nail on the head. So what do you think is the reason for our obesity problem, especially in the United States? 77% of all Americans are overweight and 44% are obese. Um, I believe it is um, 
I believe it is the, the, the fast food. I mean, back in the, back in the day, back in the seventies, we seduced women out of the kitchen and we did, we came up with, we came up with, uh, you know, TV dinners and, and, uh, you know, lean cuisines and things like that. And we have all these chemically processed crap, fake food. We have drive-throughs everywhere we turn. We've got cake pops and caramel macchiatos on every corner and we're just eating so much fake food. And people don't know what they don't know. The top three biggest lies in weight loss, number one biggest lie, lie is you have to exercise to lose weight. That's, that's, we got a lot of heavy people at CrossFit doing a 305 deadlift and it, they're still asking for the seatbelt extender. We've got uh, the number two biggest lie is you got to eat frequently throughout the day. We got people beating up their system. So the number three biggest lie is that you have to eat low fat. Those three things, those, between those three biggest lies, we have made ourselves the sickest and the fattest in human history. And I think those, those are the reasons that we are that big right now. Yeah. And I think it all comes down to like, first of all, being aware because we made it socially acceptable to eat this way. We made it socially acceptable. Like, so again, the percentage of people being obese, people are like, oh, well, everyone else is obese and overweight. So what's the big deal? Like it's become the norm. And that I think is the saddest thing. And I just also think it's like, it's always in our face. It's very hard to like, like, tunnel vision you're even through the grocery store you know yeah i talk about shopping the perimeter of the store and everything and avoiding the center aisles but sometimes you need to go in there to get like spices or whatnot and even then you get bombarded even with spices you turn around and you see like maltodextrin and all these like sweeteners and additives it's like why i just want some curry yo like why does there have to be this crap and curry you know yeah, even when you go into Home Depot to buy some nails and a doorknob, you're getting bombarded with candy. There, there's candy at the level of the eye level of your kids. The deck is stacked against us because the food industry's job is to sell you more food. They don't want you eating high fat, low carb. They don't want you eating twice a day. They don't want you doing intermittent fasting. They want you addicted. That's why maltodextrin is even has a higher glycemic index than sugar. It's just awful and it's all around us so it's not easy but it can be done so how do we avoid that like how do what do you tell your clients when they're bombarded by all that how do they kind of start getting to is that obviously they have to want to make the change themselves but what are kind of the steps that you help them take yeah, the why has got to be strong. You got to have a strong why. Why do you want to do this? But number one, you got to get your sleep. If you ain't sleeping, you're going to crave sugar because sugar is the quickest form of energy. When moms, listen to me, when you are running low on sleep, you wonder why you're wanting to uh, drive through. The, hey, can I get a, a shamrock shake from McDonald's? I mean, you wonder why. You're, that's not you. That's body chemistry. That's not you being weak. So you got to sleep. Number two, you've got to stay hydrated because the body senses the lack of of water and dehydration as hunger signals so you're dehydrated you're gonna reach for the sugar you're gonna reach for the crap that you don't need number three you got to get it out of your house but you you can't rely on willpower because your willpower will wear down and you won't you'll give in we all give in at night well if it ain't in your house you're not going to give in to it you've got to get it out of your house your kids don't need it and you don't need it. Your kids eat real food. They're just little humans like you. They don't need the, they don't need the Teddy Grahams and the goldfish crackers. They don't need the go-gurt. They don't need the sugar. You don't want your kids coming to see me in 10 years. Get it out of your house. Stay hydrated and go to bed on time. Get the kids in bed. Get everybody, turn off the devices, go to bed. That's going to be the first thing you do. 
I love that. And I agree so much with that. I tell my clients all the time, like if you're craving something, either it means that you didn't get enough sleep or you're probably dehydrated or you're missing some kind of nutrient. If they, cravings don't just happen. And I knew that for myself when my kids were younger and to your mom's listening, I'm sure you can agree. Like when you're sleep deprived because you have a baby, you're always wanting sugar just to get through the day. And yeah, sometimes it's like, okay, there's really not much you can do about it. But in other times it's like, okay, you know, maybe you can arrange with your husband to, to, you know, to nap or you could make sure that you're getting enough nutrient dense food. So those cravings aren't overcoming you. Like, obviously it's not going to be permanent. They're going to eventually sleep sooner or later, but it's just so much harder and we have to become aware. But the hardest thing is you're right. If you have it in your house, you're going to be way more tempted to eat it. I literally just don't even bring that crap into my house. And that's why like, I don't even take my kids grocery shopping because they're at the age they'll like, it's like playing hot potato in the cart. They'll throw something in. I'm taking it out. They'll throw something in. I'm like, I can't even handle it. And it's like, I don't want to deal with a you know, breakdown in the middle of Kroger. And I'm like, okay, you can pick one thing. But it's like, I just don't even want it in my house. And it's really hard to do, but you have to make the decision. And a lot of moms are like, well, my kids just don't want to eat this way. And I'm like, are you the mother? Are you the one buying the food? Who's making the decisions in the house? At the end of the day, you have to put your foot down and say, look, this is how it's going to be. Like, you can't let them control your food choices. Oh, you are the moms. You are not their parents. They do not pay the rent, moms. You call the shots. You don't want your kids having type 2 diabetes. That is blood on your hands, and you don't want that. You don't want your kids coming to see me in 10 years. So you got to make the decision. Don't bring it home. Don't make a big deal about it. Don't scream at them and say, mom's getting healthy. I'm so sick of you kids. You know, No, you just slowly replace the food with good food. They will eat the veggies. If you sprinkle it with butter and mayonnaise and salt, they can have all that. They're fine. Don't make a big deal about it, but don't bring it home, moms. You can absolutely do this if you just make sure you're getting your water, getting your sleep, and God, just don't bring it home. You are not their friend. You are their parent. Do what's right, moms. You can do this. Yeah, that's a great message. And I mean, I need to hear it because I still struggle with that. And, you know, I'm still not perfect when it comes to that. Okay, so I want to transition and talk about something that I saw you post on your Instagram about cheat days. And I was like, okay, yes, I oh, I have to talk to her about this. Do you think that it is appropriate to have them once someone has lost all their weight and maybe has a healthy relationship with food? What are your opinion about them in general? Let's talk about cheat days. So when someone's starting getting ready to start the Code Red lifestyle and they haven't even started yet, and the first thing they're asking is, when can I have my wine? When can I have my pizza? I know they're not ready. It's got to hurt bad enough being fat. It's got to hurt bad enough pricking your finger six times a day because you're on the verge of type 2 diabetes. It's got to hurt bad enough asking the flight attendant for the seatbelt extender. When it hurts bad enough, you're not going to work. You're going to be at rock bottom. You're going to be sick of it. When I start somebody on Code Red, we do not do cheat meals or cheat days or any cheating. It's hard enough as a recovering sugar addict. Recovering sugar addicts, recovering drug addicts don't keep drugs in their in their pantry. When you start your code, the Code Red lifestyle, you got to realize you ain't never going back to your old ways because the old life didn't serve your health for the better. What good did that crap food do to you but make you hurt all the time? And so when you realize, I don't want to feel this way anymore because that food, the Domino's pizza, the, the caramel macchiatos, the cake 
pops, the ho-hos and SpaghettiOs. It, does, it didn't make me feel good. It makes you feel good because it's chemically enhanced. It makes you feel good literally for 20, 30 yeah. seconds maybe. Yeah, that, yeah. Bam, it hits you and the cycle starts. And then what? Now you're back. So we don't even want to go down that road. It's recovering sugar addicts. I used to have a peanut M&M addiction. I ate an entire peanut M&M, entire pound of peanut M&Ms every single night. I mean, like just enormous toxic levels of sugar. And it, it, I can't even have them around anymore. So you got to treat yourself like a recovering drug addict. And when you think of it that way, when you think, I don't even want to, I can't do moderation. I can't even do one, like the meth commercials, not even once. You, you just say, no, I'm not doing it. So I don't believe in cheat meals. I don't do it. Can you have a fun size Snickers bar? Can you go out for sushi? Yes. If that's, if that's, just understand you're going to probably be bloated and your water retention and a headache. I mean, you just got to pay, pay, pay the price. You're going to pay the price for that sushi. That's the thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, you can have the cheat meal. Like if you want to do that, but just know you're going to gain a bunch of water weight. You're going to yes. feel like total ASS the next day. You're going to have mm -hmm. headaches as if like you drank all night. I, I call it mm -hmm. the carb hangover. And mm -hmm. I feel like people sometimes need to go through that a few times to really get it in their heads. Like, oh man, this sucks. I really hate mm -hmm. feeling this way. It's almost like, you know, you have to touch the stove hot and to learn your lesson. It's like the same thing with cheat meals. And it's like, okay, I understand like when you reach your health goals and let's say you're traveling and you like, okay, if I went to Paris, I would definitely have croissants or croissants, whatever, however you describe it. Even though right now I don't eat gluten and I don't eat sugar. If I'm in Paris, I'm having them. Am I going to have five a day? No. You know, maybe one every few days. I don't know, but I'll have them. But that is like an exception. That is like a rare occasion. The thing about people like thinking about, oh, when I can I, when can I have my cheat meal? Or oh, I did so well this week. I deserve this, or I should do it. I deserve a treat. I deserve a cheat meal. It's like, you're just like blowing all your hard work. And then the other thing is, is like, you're seeing it as a diet mentality. So is this like a diet just to lose X amount of weight? And then what? You go back to your normal way. What is normal, right? Or is it a lifestyle? Because if it's a lifestyle, you don't have to think about when, it, when is my cheat day going to be here? You know, you'll just yeah. make it fit in those little treats or whatever it is you want. You'll make it fit in, but you won't be like, oh my God, I'm just like biting my nails here, waiting for my cheat day. Right. It, it, absolutely. Nobody gets fat off just one piece of pizza or just one croissant or just one, but there's never just one. The cycle continues. That gets you back into your cycle again. I've been to Europe 11 times and I've been all through Europe. And every time I go, I have one carb and I'm telling you as a former addict, I have, I shouldn't even just have one because then it starts that whole cycle. And now I can't stop thinking about the next carb and it's awful. So I really am careful with myself when I travel anymore overseas. I've been to Italy three times and I'm just careful because I know I can really go down that slippery slope. No, it's not going to be just one. It's going to be the just one plus just one plus just one. Pretty soon you've gained back 16 pounds and before you've even gotten home from Europe. Yeah. So do you think that there's a difference between people that are abstainers and people that are moderators? Or do you think that that just like doesn't exist for like past sugar addict, uh, addicts? 
I have very rarely, my mom is an exception. I've very rarely seen people who could, who could successfully do moderation. My husband can, my mom can, but most people I see do not do moderation very well. And so if it's me, I mean, I'm an over the top kind of person. I was heavy before. I come from a very heavy family. My sister was, my sister lost over 100 pounds. My dad, all my aunts and uncles, and none of them do moderation. So I know my tendency, and I can't even have just one. So I abstain completely. And uh, that's just better for me. And there are very few people that I've seen that actually can do a little nibble, put it back in the freezer, a little bite, only one. I haven't seen it. Most people I, I've come across are recovering sugar addicts and we have to treat it like drugs. I just think that there's people like me that if you're addicted to sugar, I don't think that we can ever just have a little bit. I don't think that people that don't have a problem with sugar could really relate to people that do. They just don't understand. Why can't you just moderate? Why can't you just have a little bit? And it's like, yeah, maybe years and years later when I'm at the place where it's like, it doesn't trigger me as much so I can have a little bit. But even then, like you said, you have to be very, very careful. Very careful. Yeah. I couldn't agree with, with you more. And there are just those few people, my husband included, who can do moderation, but very few people I've come across. I've had um, over 60,000 people come through my 10 pound takedown challenge. And they're, they're, we're all recovering sugar addicts. We just treat ourselves like regular drug addicts. Yeah. Yeah. So to finish off, if you were to have, what message would you want to say to the moms out there that are trying to achieve optimal health? What message do you want to say to them? Moms, listen to me. I have so much respect for you. So much respect for you. You are doing such a tough job, whether you work outside of the home or inside the home or both or whatever your situation is, hang in there. Do not complicate things. Ladies, listen to me. Do not overcomplicate it. I want you to clear out the soda, clear out the juice. Nobody in your house needs that. I want everybody drinking water. I want you guys all eating real food. And I want everybody sleeping. It, you know, you, you control. Wait, what do they say? Like, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy? That's yeah. true. You control, the, you control the mood in that household. You control the schedule. You call the shots, moms. You hold all the power. And you can absolutely do this. So the kids get up. When they get up, they go to bed. When you say they go to bed, control what's going on in your house. And that way everybody gets optimal health benefits. And moms, stop with the mommy martyr attitude about losing sleep and that being some kind of badge of honor. Well, I stayed up late worrying about my kid. Stop that baloney. You are running yourself down and you are going to be sicker and fatter than anything. You can't effectively take care of your kids if you're not taking care of you. You can do this. There is room. You do, you deserve this. So stop with the mommy guilt. You guys all have it. Get rid of that. There's no place in your life for that. You can do this. Start treating yourself with the, the respect that you deserve. You can be a good mom and take care of yourself without putting your kids last down on the list. Start drinking your water. Go to sleep and start cooking real food only. Stop buying that crap in the box for your kids and you. You guys don't need it. One more question I like to ask. What is one of the best books that you've read either lately or in your lifetime? Oh, I wish I would have been prepared. With this I know. Question. I know. It what makes it even the, better. 
Well, I'll tell you, Grant Cardone, I mean, I'm running a $10 million company and it's, uh, and I'm doing it with 61 employees and I'm doing it with, um, it's very, very difficult to keep everything. I'll tell you for business wise, Grant Cardone has written several books and I've read them all twice. And so for business, any mom entrepreneurs out there, mompreneurs, you guys, Grant Cardone has got great books out there. Um, all of them are great. I uh, just sell listened to Sell and oh, Be you, Sold. I just sell listened be sold. to it this yep. week. <laughs> Yeah, it's they're, they're all really good um, books. And then, of course, as far as doctors go, as far as health goes, I would definitely uh, watch. I'd follow uh, Paul Saladino, Sean Baker. Those guys really believe in an animal plant-based diet. We don't really believe that on Code Red. We believe in a well-rounded diet, but we those guys are all great. Uh, Ken Berry, Sean Baker, Paul Saladino, they all have books. Uh, and probably um, The Lies My Doctor Told Me by, Sean, by Ken Berry is absolutely incredible because the medical community has been taught wrong and you guys are putting way too much doc, uh, um, stock into what your doctor says. So definitely get Ken Berry's book, Lies My Doctor Told Me, and be informed, ladies. Make sure that you are doing your own research. The medical community doesn't have it figured out on a lot of issues. So I your agree. Own I agree. Unfortunately, doctors aren't trained about and like in nutrition at all. So, you know, they're getting advice. A lot of my clients are like, Oh, my doctor told me I can't do keto or I can't do a diet program. And I'm like, Ugh. what's a diet program. You still have to eat, right? Everybody's on a diet. Like, what are you going to eat then? So that's awesome. Where can everybody find you? Well, uh, all my stuff is at Christy code red, but the 10 pound takedown challenge is the best place to get started with me. 10 pound takedown.com. The number 10 P O U N D takedown.com. That's a great, if you want a little piece of this, if you want to like Christy, I want to, I want to get to know you better. I want to see what you do. That's the place to get, that's the best place to get started. Uh, or all the socials at Christy code red code red lifestyle.com. If you just Google Christy code red, you're going to see fight pictures. You're going to see all kinds of cool things about me. And I'd love to have you in our community. Awesome. So yeah, we'll put all of those links in the show notes. Go follow her guys. She's awesome. You're going to love her personality. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you're looking for free resources to get you started on your weight loss journey, go to www.bsbtribe.com forward slash resources. If you're ready to take your weight loss to another level and work with me personally, I invite you to join the BSB Tribe waitlist. Spots are limited in this exclusive online community, but if you join the waitlist, you'll be the first to know when doors open up again. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon.